Mamma mia, it's a lost audio. No. Is this what this podcast is going to be like? Is this what the podcast is going to be like when Ronnie's away? Because I'm not against it. I was just more caught off guard by it. Hey, Malachi, Mikey's not here. Mikey isn't here. You up? I I am up. You up, Malachi? I am up. And you know what I'm up for? Talking about Danger Days. Up top. Actually, we're not in the same location because we're we're responsible. Quarantine. Yeah, and that is the only reason why we haven't been doing these in the same location. You know, otherwise, you know, when did we stop doing them in the same location? You're just going to have to go through and find out. We're very sly. We'll never tell. <laughs> um, yeah. They'll never know, Malachi. I mean, they won't. That's not on me. It's anyway, on them, honestly. So, if we're going to talk about Danger Days, we got to talk about one thing specifically. True. You've seen the music videos, right? No. Fuck you. Look up the music videos because Grant Morrison plays the leader of, like... Oh, fuck. God damn it. What, uh... Wait, I think, no, Gerard Way, I think, still uses... I think they... I think it's he-they is what they use. Yeah. I would prefer to say he in the future... Uh, yeah, I would prefer to say they in the future. That is a real fuck-up. Um, but Grant Morrison is specifically they-them, yeah. uh, which, if I have uh, incorrect... If I had... Um, I do apologize for that. Um, it won't be in the... It'll be edited. But, I Yeah. That is just, it's really cool to watch two NBs try and murder each other. What video is this, man? Uh, This is a music video for Sing. Oh, okay. So I I know it's, I think, I, I, I'm not sure if it's three. I know it's definitely uh, the na-na-na-na-na-na-na video and Sing. (laughs) Yeah, I see uh, Kurt Morrison's in the thumbnail for the and I, I I love them in these videos. They play a character called Course, and it's so cool. Also, these lasers that came that like are part of this. There was like a deluxe release of the album that came with a. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it was a di- just a digital or a vinyl edition. It might have just been a digital copy of the EP of the music recorded in universe. I'm forgetting the name. It's like dragon and the missile kid, some shit like that, but spelt weird. If it even is that, uh, but it, it's that plus the album, uh, interesting presentation of it. I think a bandana of one of the four characters that the band plays. And then one of those lasers stylized in one of the ways of the four band members. And, I desperately wanted one of these fucking lasers. <laughs> Seriously, I wanted one of these so bad. I don't blame you. This, this is... was a trap just to talk about how I, how I wish I had one of these lasers and how I really wanted to get one on eBay and how maybe I will in the future, although actually probably not because I have, I have like no interest in it. Like, this is how I know it's a thing I, like, only had a passing interest in, because I don't feel much of a draw to it, although I do feel a strange urge inside of me, a rising wave of positivity, although that just could be all the cash money poggers that I've been injecting into my dick. Malachi, I mean, take I mean, it from here. I mean, the please. album... Is Someone just, fucking stop me. The album is just a positive bop, and I feel like what something I want to get out of the way before we talk about. Remember me. Before we talk about the album in depth, uh, a lot of people don't really vibe with this album that much, from what I've heard. Yeah. Which is confusing to me, but I think I understand why they do it. Okay, when you think of MCR, you usually think of the Black Parade. And this album is very different than that album. Yeah. But both are very good. 
Oddly uh, enough, I do think of I think of I think of this album when I think of MCR. Valid. Which is strange because like it's the last thing they've real that they really recorded sub- substantially and yeah. really nothing they did is like this at all. I love that. <laughs> and I mean cuz like here Here's the th- and I know like I think they envisioned their first three albums as like a trilogy and it's almost because I'm me and I can't not do you want to know what mm-hmm. I'm gonna compare this to what there are th- they had three albums that go together and then there's a fourth and the fourth is almost kind of considered an af- was almost considered an afterthought in a sense mm-hmm. What do you think I'm going to compare it to? Uh, but it's it's good, so I assume not Indiana Jones. No. That was what I thought of when you gave that, that description. I would compare... Th- it's a meme, Malachi. What is the meme? What is the thing that I always bring up? That there's four of. I don't fucking know. What do I always talk about, Malachi? My brain... Is only what was our last movie episode? Fargo. Okay, and can, 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 this is like talking to my mom, <laughs> which is awkward considering I'm talking to you, Malachi. And I'm the sorry. The reason it's awkward is because of the thing oh, that Fargo I'm season to. four, yeah. Not I'm specifically sorry. Fargo season four, but it's awkward because of Fargo season four. <laughs> Most awkward conversation of just my mom being like, oh, yeah, because I I just played her a clip of the nurse character just kind of, like, walking around and, like, her face, you know? And she was just like, yeah, it was exactly like that. That's how how my face was. That's how my nose was. (laughs) And I was just like, how could you, mom? How could you? <laughs> First you killed me, Papa. Then Malachi, no. <laughs> and the racism. No, but um, sorry. Um, back to the actual. Back to content, not shitposting. Although shitposting yeah. is content. What about content, Malachi? Let me tell you right now why I don't I don't watch music videos, and I'm an anomaly a lot because I like film, and I like a good music video. Uh, what come the first thing off the top of my head when it comes to a good music video? This is America enhances the Guns experience. In my Party! I got a strap. I gotta carry him. It, it enhances the uh, the music. I feel like uh, the music and the video yeah. are very like well intertwined. <laughs> uh, I I've have been burned by some music videos that are just bad and like don't make sense to me. I just don't usually watch music videos. They don't really appeal to yeah. me. I'm more of a, hey, let I, me listen to the music, and then like yeah. if I feel like it, I'll watch the video later. But I will watch these videos because they have two non-binary yeah. icons. I was at friends. one point really into music videos, and I think kind of like the thing that made me disillusioned in them was I liked I – liked, because it was a buildup that I had – Sort of almost starting with this, but even this was almost a continuation of previous things that I didn't quite realize. But with this, just the connection between the two music videos, the worlds, you know, within that. And I just found that very intriguing and uh, interesting. But you had me forgetting what I was talking about and... um. Shit. What was I talking about? Sorry. Sorry, I was looking at things for later on. Uh, for when we get to the individual, I took notes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what I did is, is, is music videos, videos are weird and complicated art form. Weebs. Yeah. 
this who is this, smoking weebs uh i mean i don't smoke weebs because it's illegal but it's you illegal can sm to smoke weebs yeah you heard it here folks kids uh, is there <laughs> anything else you want to tell our sponsors um anchor is good uh, <laughs> anchors good. Oh yeah, fill my content hole with with more of me. Oh yeah, just to stuff your gullet, just what? your 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 gullet's just full of jerf. When we oh, come 100%. back, hundred percent jerf. Jerf in the morning. Jerf for lunch. Your for second lunch. <laughs> when when we come back, uh, uh, I'd like to do like an analysis or at least just a short like thing on each yeah. track on the I'd, album. I'd like to do that too. So <laughs> I took notes uh, on every track of uh, on the album, and I used index yeah. cards, and so uh, I, I didn't want to take so many notes. So yeah. I used I a line for album. index card. Yeah, I have the album booklet open. So like, I also have thoughts. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you finish. But also, mm -hmm. just know this is, this is one of the most influential albums in terms of my overall uh, music consumption and appreciation. Mm -hmm. So I have takes. Yeah. Uh basically every line no is i a, will i'm gonna judge you motherfucker i'm uh, judging you this is you better be home by 10 p.m on the dot okay i have been to prison before and i do not mind going back i bought this shirt at home depot and i don't <laughs> care if I offended your feelings, did the Millennium Falcon have a gender? No, it was, it was a gender. Um, so, for so, um, we, the uh, the album starts with uh, an intro with a uh, look, look alive sun. sunshine. Yeah, uh, I, I I gave some like. I, I rated all of these. I'm not going to say them because I don't know if I stand by them. I need to listen to this album more. And I think if I get used to it, I'll feel the same way about this album that I do about Black Parade. Because every track yeah. on here, it slaps pretty hard. I think the one thing I have to get used to, though, is the in-between, like, like uh, I, I don't know how the album flows with all of the Dr. Death defying stuff. Like, I'm not against I it. It's just... So it, do, it doesn't flow the way I want it to right now. The problem I have is I don't think there's enough of it. Yeah. As, so, like, it's not spread out enough. But then when it is there, it's almost too much, you know? Yeah. But then at the end, I think there's glimpse. Like, I think it goes on a little too long. Cause, like, that last bit could have been two bits of him talking and then, also, I apologize if I'm doing a misgender, um, but I am pretty sure from the last time that I had checked. But I also forget that person's name, so fuck me. Give me a sec, I got the Googles. Continue. The last Dr. Death-defying segment could have been split up into two talking bits. Yeah. But I still would have liked to keep that musical bit either attached or as its own thing. Although I do think that was a sample. Uh, although I do not 100% know. Um, but I like how that does sonically fit in with everything else. Uh, even if it is a sample. Because sampling is valid as hell. Ooh, what a hot take in 2020. Sampling is valid. What next? I'll say using synthesizers is okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, using electric instruments, it's fine. God won't send you to hell anymore. God would have to be real to send us to hell. <laughs> uh, so, na na na. Um, Motherfucker, I was take. I was drinking <laughs> hot coffee. God damn it! <laughs> so. Uh... 
I think this song is basically perfect for what it's going for. It's yeah. fun. It's like a it's just a good vibe. I think it's what punk is for me. Like that's the type of punk. Yeah. It's just like it's fun. It's, it's a vibe. It's loud. It, it's ruckus. It's just like having fun and probably being extremely yeah, it, hot. It reminds me a lot of like the clash around like Sandinista almost. Mm-hmm. Although not even necessarily that. It's it just reminds me of the clash where it's just like kind of socially contra- conscious in a sense. But oh, it's also yeah. very hooky and poppy at the same time. Uh, but also, it's very influenced uh, musically or sonically by David Bowie's Diamond Dogs. I think a lot of the album mm-hmm. is conceptually. Oh, yeah, uh, they even reference Bowie. In, uh, yeah. What well, was cause, that? Because that Vampire is a bonus Money? track, technically. Yeah. I, it's, I think it's an iTunes bonus track specifically, um, but U.S. and Europe, iTunes, it doesn't matter. Um, it's an interesting thing that I find because it's the specifically the like Ritalin Rats kind of section of the song reminds yeah. me of uh, the kind of vocal effects on the song that Bowie did called 1984. And yeah, that is just, I don't know. I like that kind of stuff. Continue. Um, Bulletproof Heart is the, uh, it's a certified bop. It is a certified bop. This is where certified freak seven days a week. What ass na 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 Yeah. This is when we get our first vibe of like the killers style of music or also like summer vibes. I believe I in our group chat when we were listening to this, I said that this was the type of music that I think about. Like the vibe that this sends me is that you're like on a car trip with the windows down uh like going to like your vacation destination like that's the type of music this is and i'm fucking here for it i need good vibes right now it's cold december almost and uh i have depression so this is the type of shit i need right now wait wait (laughs) wait wait. malika you have depression yeah true what yeah, I have major depressive disorder or generalized anxiety disorder. <laughs> um, this makes a lot of sense. All those yeah. previous times that you've said. I have depression, Jerf. This <laughs> this this action that this yeah. puts things in context. Yeah, it really uh me saying I have depression really puts into context all those times uh I've talked about having depression. Sorry. It really does. That I don't know why that is it's, this is a really odd, odd, absurdist kind of shitty bit. I don't know which. You know, the next... Please don't hate me. The next uh, song is Sing, which this is where we get the gay revolution shit that I'm here for. This wait, album uh, is so gay. So about revolting. I love wait, it. Wait, dude. We, we talked about Bulletproof Heart, right? Or did we? Yeah. We did. Okay, it's I wasn't sure. If you did we say like it out loud that we were doing the track switch or was it? No, I just decided to. Okay, because <laughs> a, a lot of that stuff about like feeling like you're driving—that was what they were talking about in relation to Bulletproof Heart. Yeah, and that is a good song. I do like that song. I believe it was in like a rock band or Guitar Hero game. At one point, and I played that, and basically every MCR song that I could get in a Guitar Hero or Rock Band game, I played a lot of specifically singing, because I'm I'm the person who would sing in those games. Anyway, speaking of singing, the song sang. Yeah, this is where we get our gay revolution stuff. I really like this song. It's It's not perfect, but it's pretty close to it. Jesus loves gay marijuana. 
Uh, this is a song. I got canceled when we were listening to this because I said that this was a Zoomer song. Like this is a song about Zoomers. Fuck Be you, canceled. Okay, the reason I say that. Silence. <laughs> the reason I say that is because this is about like being young, determined, and ready to like stand up for the things that you believe in. Hey, Malachi. And a lot of Zoomers are socially conscious people who are gay. Malachi, guess what? What? Silence. <laughs> Ah! Sorry. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong, Jer. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. Tell you you're what? Wrong. You can't not. I'm correct. Tell you you're what? Wrong. This Sorry, is gonna be used. This is this is this is gonna be used against me in the editing. I think. Couldn't hear you. Couldn't hear you there. You know, I've played to this bit. I feel like a bit of a dummy now. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but I'm not wrong. It's true. I would also include millennials. You're not. You're not wrong. In that in that camp as well. You're not. You're not wrong. Yeah. Um. But here's why you're wrong. <laughs> How fast do you want to blow through these? Blow, you say? <laughs> I mean, legalized uh, let's, cocaine. Let's, let's bring that let's meme shoot, back around. Let's shoot him. Let's shoot shoot through him. Yeah. Uh, planetary go. Uh, I really like this. This was. Uh, if, if I felt I, like you dancing. Could, you could do coke to it. Yeah, you could definitely do coke. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the second verse really fucking slaps. Uh. It, it, I don't. It has the vibe of like a scene in a movie that's like, like almost a handheld view of like someone doing like a bunch of drugs. I like like almost think almost like Aaron Paul as Jesse Pinkman doing a bunch of you know powdery substance. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Just just that character. Just you know, and just because. I think, isn't there a party episode of Breaking Bad with him? I've never watched Breaking Bad. I said that, like, okay, so if this was anim- Like, if this was part of, like, an animated show, this is a good fight scene. Like, something that's, like, yeah. cutesy. Something that doesn't take itself too seriously that's cartoonish, but, like, definitely, like, a hand-to-hand -hand fight scene. I Get think this up and well. go Who you wanted to be Leave the party with me just slapped so hard. Um, I do like that song. Uh, next is the only hope for me is you. This is good as well. It's the more gay only hope. Yeah, I mean, out of all the songs on the album, this is definitely the one vocally where the flourishes are, at least in my opinion, kind of mentally drawing back to like previous MCR kind of songs like it it has almost like an emo emo flourish to it it's um, emotionally exactly raw emo isn't quite what i mean so yeah. a, a lot of this album doesn't have that like i think that black parade is like an emotions bared album where it's just like this is all the shit that i have to deal with type thing like we have characters yeah. that are have that are like traumatized as fuck uh, dealing with shit like cancer and stuff and the threat of dying but like this album is more about like fuck it we're gonna die let's have fun and this is like one of the only times in the album where it's like sad kind of like it's still yeah. very upbeat but it's like this is really showing how the band has changed between this and their last album mm-hmm You have anything else to say on that? No, I I very much agree with you, which is definitely. I mean, like each of their albums, I do think stands alone, and I never quite explained the Fargo metaphor, but and I'll do that briefly. Uh, with Fargo and this, it's kind of like pe the people went into this with three albums kind of lined out more so in their head, 
of what concretely they wanted to do, uh, which is kind of what happened in both cases, although they built and changed things along the way. As, yeah. You know, and I think in both cases, the third thing that they did is the most, is the most like platonically like ideal version of them for mass consumption in a lot of ways. Joe, you know what I find interesting about this? What? I find that this album would be the most easily accessible commercially, except that it shit talks the industry so much that I I wonder, like, because I think that this album, it's doing some, it's doing a lot of different things than the previous albums. But I also think that this album, like, this is like, if you, this is an album that you use certain people to expand their music taste. So if someone like likes the sound of the killers, but isn't really into like harder music, I think you could use this as a gateway. And then you, if they like this, because I think this is a very in the vein of like hot fuss by the killers. Like these give me similar gay revolution vibes, less so revolution vibes from hot fuss, but it does give me a lot of wholesome gay vibes. Uh, I don't know why. There's just something about how that sounds that just makes me think wholesomely gay, and I don't know yeah. why. It's like I guess I it's the it, idea. I it, I it. <laughs> We've talked yeah, about this I before. I, I think it's the idea of like this is who I am, and we're like gonna fuck up, and like I'm anxious and paranoid, and my life isn't perfect. But you know what? It's the life that we have, and everything's gonna be okay. Like I think yeah. that's the gay vibes that I get. But like I I don't know, but. I feel like you could use this album as a stepping stone for people to broaden their horizons. Because this is more... This is weird, because it's definitely Bowie-inspired. So it has more pop elements, but it's still very punk. It's... I would say that... It's it's almost kind of like the inverse, because I would say that, like... Um... It's going for, like, a specific kind of, like, 80s almost new wave inspired I would argue vibe. I would argue 70s like later 70s but yeah I mean like definitely definitely late 70s but I would almost say it's got an influence from like the early 80s and from yeah. what I would almost consider in the early canon of post punk uh not quite like somewhat public image limited although that would be their later stuff in the 80s a band like New Order, almost all of their stuff. Um, yeah. I'm actually looking up the album more succinctly so I could look up yeah. what their cited influences are because I know they they do cite their influences quite often. And um, I, I often appreciate the kind of things that they pull from musically but can you kind of fill in and vibe for me while i yeah would you like me to continue continue talking about the uh track listings yeah um yeah. uh, the next is traffic report uh maybe i just need a few more listens into the album but we talked about this earlier i don't think that it flows the greatest but there's both too much and not enough yeah i'd agree i feel like Let's it should forget. have been that amount of time used but like spread over more yeah and also, uh, like, you never get a sense of the characters on the album exactly, so this, it never quite translates um, when they say, like, when they're talking about, like, oh, these two characters have died, you know, and using, yeah. like, this kind of, like, the language also that is getting huge hasn't getting, hasn't been, like, specific, like, the audience isn't to- zoned in on what it that is, you know, enough to, like, have, like, a sense of understanding. It still seems just kind of, you know, otherworldly in just, yeah. like, a sense. Yeah, sorry. No, you're fine. I just wanted to give you time to look up the things you were looking up. Do, 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 do. So, I mean, uh, it, it's just a very rudimentary, like, Wikipedia thing yeah. that I'm doing. So, uh... The next thing is Party Poison, which 
that very feels like drugs. It also kind of reminds me of like because of the Japanese that's used and like that style that they're going for, similar to Nana and Na, it does remind me of like anime a little bit. It's very fun, and then you still also have those like themes of revolution and death coming about. Yeah. Like coming around. Uh I can't think of anything specific because my notes are very short. Uh yeah. How that song food, I just know I loved it. Yeah, I, I, I did like that too. Um Party Poison is, I believe, the name of uh Gerard Way's character from the the Fabulous Killjoys. Mm-hmm. Um That is a kind I don't think it's really like in the song much, you know, um, which is interesting because it's, how do I say this? It, that gives me a lot of vibes of like Sergeant Peppers and one of the few influences outright stated is the guitarist Ray Toro calling the song Scarecrow a psychedelic song. Ooh, let me get to that, that later. Well, when we get like, to that song it later, is, they I, can they say it was heavily inspired by Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Yeah, you know I get I get there's a lot of bluesy sounding guitar parts on this album that gave me somewhat of Jack White vibes because he's very inspired by blues music and so like there's like a tinge of that that might just come from the punk elements but mm-hmm. there's like a tinge of like like root rudimentary is not a great word but it's like a simplistic rock simplistic garage rock style that reminds me of blues here that reminds me somewhat of jack white because like how do i say this um gerard way does have an appreciation of like a kind of simple kind of jammy garage alternative sound and that is rem like that is on display on their solo album hesitant alien in my opinion um but this is more beefed. It this has the the backing of the rest of MCR to like to temper that with other influences. Yeah, and because I think how do I say this? Um, it almost feels as if Hesitant Alien doesn't have enough. It it has all mid range and not enough like bass and high level sound. Like it doesn't have like. Yeah of range in terms of like its musical exploration although i do like where it's dialed in too especially because it's the only real thing that continues musically off of this album that gerard way has yeah but further i just quickly wanted to say i think it's kind of interesting that a lot of the songs are credited to the the main members of the band but then one two three four five of the songs are credited like written as um written with credits to their drummer at the time bob uh briar who Mm -hmm. i know one of their drummers and i don't want to say anything that would be considered like libelous i know one of their drummers got fired i think for stealing from them i have no idea um i don't know i don't think it was that guy necessarily but anyway um so one of the things in party poison is that there are two uh sections with japanese and the second section uh where someone is speaking japanese uh it basically relates this idea of like immortality through fame though which is another huge theme of the album the which carries over from black parade which i find really yeah. interesting and, and that uh actually that is i think a huge theme and save yourself i'll hold them back is like the idea yeah. that like but before you we can go that, live oh yeah before we get to that i'm gonna end the recording and we can pick up with that um, okay sounds good what party poison reminds me of is a david bowie song called that's on uh scary monsters and super creeps i believe Mm -hmm. it's the first song uh it's no game which has him singing um but before each before every line there's like a pre it's like echoed in japanese beforehand um, by a female voice well feminine voice 
because I cannot say with certainty. What's the what's that line in uh, Ashes uh, Ashes to Ashes uh, Jack Pearls in Synthesis? What? That's a line in a David Bowie song. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that that's what that made me think of is just like uh, yeah. this. Uh, the, the fuck! And what's the I line? Ain't got no money and I ain't got no hair. But I'm hoping to kick when the planet is low, 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 low. low. Ashes to ashes, to funky. We know major time. End me. I mean, you can end the recording. You will. You can end me in a fucking video game. It's Fuck. me, Mario. It's a paper <laughs> magician. It's me. I'm gonna fuck a fool, Mario. Have you, oh no! Have you seen that uh that clip from that Nintendo? Like, it's like My a Nintendo sex education you, video. Go to the polls. Pokemon go to the polls. You know what I'm talking Pokemon about. Pokemon go to the polls, but not until marriage. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jer? Uh, no. It's and like I don't think I want to, but also it sounds it, amazingly it bad. It has some of the worst voice acting <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> so here's the voice of Mario. And you got to go and be a Mario, and you better learn it from okay, a brother I'm Luigi. Okay, I'm glad it's... I took my I'm glad I took my sip of coffee before you started doing that voice. That's what Mario at one point hey, there's a to defeat it to give it to there's an exchange that goes like, Hey, this is my brother Luigi about to tell you blah 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 And then and then Luigi pops on the screen and goes Hello Mario it's, it's hysterical. It's Hello Mario. Hello Don't Mario. Oh, let me see if I can find this video now. Oh shit, we went on a weird tangent for this, didn't hey, we? Hey bartender, can I have a drink? Um you know Hey bartender. Uh while I look this up, can you uh, talk to the peoples about save yourself? I'll hold them back. I like how it lyrically almost calls back to na 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 in the song, but I I don't know. It's uh, there's this kind of emotional core to the song that's just I don't. It's it's kind of heavy. It really fits following the previous uh, radio broadcast with the reports of basically the yeetings of half of half of the Killjoys, we could assume, because I think there's only four Killjoys, and then there's, like, a child, basically, that's kind of with them. And, yeah, I don't know if it's also... Uh, kind of like party poisons, like Last Stand. If there's some kind of implication with that, but I don't know. It's it's just it's an interesting song, but I don't think things. I think things begin to pick up, but I I think th how do I say this? Uh, beginning with Party Poison and then into this, there's this kind of off and on between really exciting song and then sentimental. So you have Party Poison, Save Yourself, Exciting Sentimental, Scare, Scarecrow, Exciting, Summertime Sentimental, Destroyer, Exciting, Kids from Yesterday, Sentimental, then you finish with Exciting with Vampire Money. <laughs> I found the video, Jerf. What? I found the video that I was talking about, about Mario. Okay, I need you to click click that link in the. Uh, I will watch it afterwards, Envy. Okay, continue. I'm recording on my phone. I don't have. Ah, oh, that's valid and fair. You know what else is also valid and fair? 
Um, me sparing your life. Um, I am a just MBS. Oh, can we talk about Scarecrow for a bit? I want to yeah, be. Yeah, I also wanted to mention. I I don't I. There's a lot of different things Scarecrow could be, you know, pointing to, but I almost want to think that it's, like, the group of people that they're, like, fighting against, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it's just, ah, it's just, it, it's got such a vibe and a mood, and I love it so much. Ah. Oh. It, it, it is like it is like the sun, and I think it's one of the best songs on the album. Uh, but it's very Beatles because it does mm-hmm. this thing that the Beatles always fucking do. They do this thing where in music term and music theory terms, they use like a minor fourth instead of using like uh like major five as the dominant. So what they do is they do this. So they go, they start in the key of D. Then they move to the minor sixth, which is in key. Then they go to the major fourth, which is in key as well. Yeah. And then they go to the minor fourth. I have a question. That's a that's a Beatles thing. They do it fucking all the time. That's all over Sgt. Pepper. It's all yeah. over Magical Mystery Tour. It's in the White Album. It's in specifically Blackbird also does that. Uh, what raises your question? I, I, I was more so. Th- there's a. I, I haven't. I actually have never seen Spinal Tap, but there's a kind. There's a scene of, of the musical evolution of the band from them in the '60s, doing uh, a song that's basically like, "I want money," and it's it the way it just starts of. And I wanted you to do something like that would sound like they're fingering a minor. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Scarecrow. Scarecrow reminds me of uh on Arctic Monkeys. Scarecrow in the. Uh, number one number one party anthem they give me the same like beatles inspired vibes that are not beatles like this isn't a beatles song in style but in like the vibe and like the actual like music theory it's similar i i just love it uh like yeah Beatles are really big on my own like musical like journey and wanting to actually be a musician. So when I hear other people who use the same like style of chord progressions, it makes my brain very happy. And so mm. I have a bias. So what so. you're saying is you're a basic ass bitch. A little bit. Hmm, interesting. You claim to be valid, and yet you are. How curious. You know, I'd like to think of myself as wholesome. But you know what's more wholesome than me? Summertime. You know what's filled with holes? Swiss cheese. Well, yeah, but not this album, because this album has no holes. It's filled with bangers. True. Bangers like Summertime. True. I also get Killer's vibes off of this one. Uh... It it's just it's very nostalgic and it's continuing that sentimental train and I I just I really like this song and it's ah uh... there's also some uh, interesting there's a lot of th- uh on this album what what you'll have happen is uh it kind of does this thing that modernism does or specifically uh, William Faulkner does this in As I Lay Dying and I'm getting very nerdy with this what they'll do is is that specifically in the lyrics is that they're going to take they have like a musical idea to start with and then lines and language from that last song appear in the next song like i think in summertime uh lights going out is a specific word like wording it also can mean like you know you're being unconscious in that stuff or like your lights being snuffed like it could be analogous to being unconscious or dying uh, but that also appears in Scarecrow. There's a similar line about that. 
Also, I'm pretty sure that there is at least one Beatles reference in Scarecrow. Sorry to go back to that for a second, but at one point they bring up, I think it's in the course, they bring up the imagery of Blackbirds. It's just like, that is a Beatles song, which has a similar chord progression. But uh, the album does this thing, like, and As I Lay Dying, it's weird and very hard to read. Don't really recommend it if you don't like reading, because <laughs> it's a very hard read. It's because it's stream of consciousness, and that is a fucking genre that is hard to read. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the what you'll have is you'll have someone who like tells a story, and then the next perspective that you see will start about like towards the end of the last perspective, and you get this overlapping effect of seeing the same events but through different person's eyes. But then it continues to go forward, and then the next person yeah. will cut in at the end or like between the middle and end of the next one, and then like. And this has, like, a similar, like, overlapping effect of, like, thematic things of taking lines from, like, previous songs. And there was another song that did this as well later. Uh, I believe there's a line in, like, in the bonus tracks that take from, like, the end of the album. It's just very interesting. I love it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Did you know, speaking of the literary thing, did you know where the name for the band comes from? My Chemical Romance? Yeah. I, I, I knew this at one point, but I don't know right now. It is a reference to a book by the writer Irvine Welsh, Ecstasy, Three Tales of Chemical Romance. And Irvine Welsh is most famous for writing a book called Trainspotting, which was then made into oh, yeah. the movie Trainspotting. And he writes in this very particular style that is, I don't know how to describe it, but he writes in this very kind of often saturated, I I would describe it as saturated prose and saturated by just like heavily characterized by each, the point of view of each character. And he writes often Scottish characters because he is, I believe, either I believe he's Scottish, although last name is Welsh. Although, anyway, um, <laughs> that's a t- shitty joke. I'm sorry, everyone. But he writes very dense Scottish prose of like of shorthand of profanity, you know. And often, uh, the character that had the most dense Scottish, like, shorthanded, like, prose is the one who is constantly drunk and who is constantly, like, it's just, in, it's, it's, I understand what you're, what you mean. Yeah, like, that's the main... So you were saying the main character is the one that's, like, the hardest to follow, that's basically? Not, so that's not the main character. Okay. Uh, but that is... It's one of the main... It's... it's There isn't necessarily a main character in the book. Yeah. The movie focuses the main character to the person who's the most redeemable. That makes sense. But... To get back to the music... Destroy a fucking slaps, and this is when the album starts Destroyer, to get heavier. Destroyer, Destroyer. Ba, 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 ba. I agree. Um, more gay revolution shit. It just is a fucking banger. Just, it's a good song. Yep. And then, of course. Kids from yesterday. The kids from yesterday. God damn it. The kids from yesterday was also very good. It also gave me some killers vibes. Uh, it has similar themes. Like it sounded like a little at the beginning. It had that like industrial isn't the right word, but it has like that machine like sound at the beginning. It kind of fades as the music goes on, but it was very like I liked it a lot. Um. There, there's a specific line, uh, I think it's in the course, of, like, it says, when we were young, and my brain automatically is, like, relayed that to the killer song, when you were young. 
because uh-huh. I, that's how my brain works. Uh, which I don't know if that's a purposeful reference, but like I'd like to think it is. Um, do you have any specific notes on the kids from yesterday? It's a very good song. Um, I have too many notes, and my <laughs> brain can't process them. Uh, do we need to talk about Goodnight Doctor Death? It probably fits under the similar things that we've been saying with the other Doctor Death segments. I do um, like the imagery. I like, it, but like I also I like the the like the horn at the horns at the end. Oh yeah. But I don't know how much that is just you know there. Fuck. Hey, that doesn't like make any it. sense. Um I don't know if it was a sample or if they recorded it for the album and I can't tell from any of the credits on Wikipedia really. I like it too, and then of course we have Vampire Money. So this song is which actually this... Vampire Money isn't a bonus track. The bonus track I was referring to was "We Don't Need Another Song About California," which That's a good song. I actually do like. I haven't listened. I haven't listened to that song in so fucking long, but I do like that song. Yeah, I I uh, I listened to all like uh, a YouTube thing where it was all of the tracks including the bonus tracks it was good nice i think i like zero percent better but like i do like we don't need another i was gonna say i don't think i've i've listened to it before but i don't think i've listened to that in a very long time did you listen with the mad gear and missile kit included no okay do you know what that is no so that's the ep that i'm talking about that's recorded in universe um, to, this is what uh, the guitarist Frankie ever said about it. It's basically what the Killjoys, basically what the band stand-ins are, are listening to in the car as they're having those gun battles. And it is a three-track punk EP that is only five minutes and 48 seconds. So one is FTWWW, which is Fuck the Whole Wide World. Then... Um, Masters of Ravencroft and Black Dragon Fighting Society. I would just Very like to take that for D shit. EP that I, it's yeah, they are, they went nerdy on this album. I'm for it. Uh, so Vampire Money. Uh, this is one of the songs where I felt like they had some blues. Two, we came to fuck. Everybody I. Uh, man. I just love how fucking overtly sexual this is. As someone who's who's watched the first couple Twilight movies, I still need to finish them. I just I thought I got you were gonna say, as someone who's watched a uh, part or two. No, I was not going to say uh, that. Someone who's this watched song... video of themselves doing a fuck. Have not done that. Do not laugh. I've not, not done that either. Um, so, the song is kind of anti-Twilight. Kind of. Because they were asked to do a song for Twilight. And they said, no, we don't care. It's not a thing for us. But, like, they weren't assholes about it, really. And yeah. then they made this song about capitalism being a fucked up thing. I love it. I'm I'm fucking for it. Because it's just like, yeah, sell out to this thing that you don't really like because they'll pay you a lot of money. Give me, give me, give me that vampire money tonight. It's, it's a good song. I, it's one of the higher rated ones on the album. Like, that that I rated, but like, yeah, I, I fucking love it. Um, zero percent has a actually that uh both I think zero percent and uh vampire money have direct references to uh, Bowie in like actual name because I think there's a line of vampire money that's like sparkle like Bowie or some shit like that. Sparkle <laughs> like Bowie in the money sun or in the yeah. money sun. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good line. Yeah. Um, also, it isn't just Doctor Death defying. There's also alleged. Or wait, um, I don't know in what context, but there's two member. 
there's two appearances by members of my employee self-indulgence on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's Steve Rye. Yeah. Um, who is Dr. Deathifying, but then on Destroyer, additional vocal, vocals are provided by a member of the band whose name is Little Jimmy Urin. Little Jimmy Urin? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. When I walk into the bar, Wait. you're Don't streaming you know. down my pants. People stop and they stare, and then I start to pass the gas. I'm Little Jimmy Urine. Little Jimmy Urine all night long. Jimmy Urine was also in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I didn't. I love that. Okay, um. Uh, we don't need another song about California. Is also another song that uh says "fuck capitalism." California. It's kind of a fuck Hollywood song, which yeah. I'm here for. I yeah, but I but think kinda, that, we're, it is. Yeah, <laughs> we're basically done. Um, do we want to wrap this? Oh wait, I was gonna make one comparison between. The... Yes, make beautiful comparison love between you and the metaphor you were about to conceive. So I think that I think that there's a, an interesting comparison to do with Black Parade and Danger Days. With I think Black Parade is kind of nihilistic in its approach, where it's like, yeah, uh, how do I deal with the fact that like I'm gonna die? How do I deal with all of this shit that's happening to me? I feel like it's a it's not. It's an album that doesn't answer things, but raises a lot of questions. You know, D- do you agree with that assessment? Yeah. So I feel like Danger Days is the logical evolution of Black Parade, like existentialism and absurdism is the logical evolution of nihilism, because this, because Danger Days kind of answers the question a little bit that uh, Black Parade was throwing out there. Like, Black Parade at multiple points talked about, like, okay, I am going to die, but I will also live forever on because of fame, which is an interesting way of looking at it. It's an intelligent way, immature, I would say. But, like, what do you do until you die, I guess is the question. And Danger Day says, uh, hey, let's try to, like, make the world a better place before we die. Let's, like, fucking, like, have a gay revolution and, like, make people, like, accept you while you're here. Uh, and I fucking love it. I, I, I think a lot of people don't like this album because it's not like their previous two. This is, like, but, or, yeah, three, but, you know, it's... Fake-ass fan! Hey, I can't count. It's okay. Fucking busted. Three cheers for what kind of revenge? The revenge I'm gonna get for you saying two albums. Fake. What's, what's the third album? Stolen Valor. <laughs> Wait, do you want me to go through them? Yeah. Because um, it's three cheers for Sweet Revenge. That's it's Black Parade. That's the first. That's not their first? Nope. What's their first? I am very smart. I I actually am blanking on the name of their first album. My Chemical Romance first album. But it is Oh, I brought you my bullets. You uh, yeah. brought me your I brought you my bullets. I brought you uh, I God I, damn it. I can't I speak. I brought that you album. my bullets. You brought me your love. Yes. Yeah. I like that album. There's a lot of interesting things that don't, you know. Anyway, I think I've really listened to that album. I guess I need to like. Guess I need to listen to that album. I do remember it existing. Now that I see it, uh, I, I just kind of I forgot. Don't, or I, um, 
I don't know what, what my rankings of the albums are. I do think Danger Days is probably my favorite, personally. That's fair. But, like, I also appreciate all of them, and, like... They're all good. Their first album might be my least favorite, but also I like it a lot more than a lot of people do. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Because, personally... Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. I personally don't find this album as good as Black Parade, partially due to nostalgia, but also just, mm -hmm. like, aesthetic-wise, I'm... I'm a edgy goth child, I, and so... I get that. I, I I like the aesthetic of the Black Parade, but there's also something mm -hmm. about... I, I don't know. There's just... It doesn't... Quite... I don't know. It's just not... It's not... The things aren't... The pain isn't connected enough to me for me to, to ever, like, get invested enough. If that makes most sense... Sense that makes complete sense. Like, I do get and invested, but it's not to the extent that I think they intended, especially with, like, a song like Cancer, which... I just love that song. It just sounds it's so It's not good. a bad song, you know, but does that make sense? Yeah, I, mean, I completely get it. Yeah. Um, they're, anyway. I think they're very different albums. Yeah, I mean, they or, are. Um, and like I, I've compared them a bit, but like, and I have like my favorite, but I don't necessarily think that these albums are like one to one comparable. They're it's the same band, but like they take place like what uh, two thousand six was Black Parade and two thousand ten was Danger Days, like uh -huh. four years difference, and they they also are just hitting different vibes and stuff. And uh, yeah, I think you can had, just like both albums. Yeah, they had also recorded an album's worth of material in between. Mm -hmm. In 2009, they recorded what would become Conventional Weapons. And that is a... I mean, I mentioned this earlier. That is a step towards Danger Days. And even before yeah. that, in the aftermath of the Black Parade tour at... You know, like during those shows and specifically a recorded event of this is at a show they did in Hoboken, New Jersey at a club called Maxwell's. They played a song that is kind it's it's like an untitled song that's also sometimes referred to as stay or uh, someone really loves you after all. Something like that. Um that is also in the direction of what Danger Days would be, in my opinion. But that has never been officially released, which they should probably get on that. Which, if yeah. they, if the band ever releases new material, hopefully that's somehow included. Do you think they'll ever release new music? I don't know. I'm not expecting anything if it never happens. Because even if they're planning to now this things could happen you know i if it happens it happens you know like if it already exists it already exists a band that made music in the same time period that i love dearly uh i think ended earlier making new music and then also started earlier uh system of a down they recently made new music because the thing that inspired them to make music in the first place which is like awareness of the Armenian genocide is a thing that felt important again because uh there's a lot of things happening right now. I would encourage everyone to do research into that. Uh I still need to do research into that. And now I feel like a dumbass because I'm talking about it on my podcast. Uh <laughs> but Wow, um, I thought y'all were anarchists. I know, I try to be a good one, but I hate reading sometimes. Um I <laughs> I, I bet some teachers got hear hear me say that and be like, that makes sense. Um, but I, oh, I got a cat now. Um, like I don't see unless they found a similar purpose to that of uh, why they originally started making music again in current times. Then I don't really see it being made. And Dragway's like doing their own thing. Yeah. Um. But, like, if they ever did, I wouldn't hate it. But, like, I, I just don't see it happening. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got that. 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you like this episode, you can follow Mikey at, at Ronald Alley. <laughs> Wait a Wait a second. Where did they go? They were right here. Now they're gone. They were just quiet. Obviously. This is yeah. the Dirk says something offhanded. And let's see if Mikey makes it lore challenge. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter at uh at NB by Malachi E N B Y B I M A L A C H I. Oh shit, what up? Uh and I believe you can follow you have a co-host. I believe uh, you have a co-host. Yeah, and you can follow my co-host at I believe at Jep underscore Jerpson on the Twitter. Oh shit, do you have a sentient camera who's also like specifically into things getting put in their butt? Yeah, and you can follow that camera at CCNC. <laughs> uh is it CCNC FM or just CCNC? I think it's CCNC FM. <laughs> Okay, CC and CFM is the uh, Twitter at. I'm a fucking it's, idiot. It's FM for fuck my ass. <laughs> for fuck my. I think you get to fill in the blank. <laughs> God damn. Oh my. What is this podcast? No, seriously, what is this podcast? Ending? I mean. Uh. Patreon coming. What Patreon no remark? You don't have any m- remarks on what? I just I don't know. I'm just anything's pithy, snappy. Um, any zingers to end us on? Uh, trans rights. That's that's all I got. Non-binary rights. You know, True. for a second, I looked at the screen and I forgot that I didn't stop the recording. And I was just like, "Wow, <laughs> what an awkward place for that to have ended." And then I was just like, "Wait, no, it's still recording." Now, when it's an no, God, okay, yeah, fuck you, Jeffrey. <laughs>